This is the Bartholomew Town Podcast. All right, welcome back to Inside Rhode Island Music, our recurring series here on the Bartholomew Town Podcast, where we talk about, you guessed it, Rhode Island music. And coming up this weekend in Newport is something that, full disclosure, I'm involved in as a performer. I've been involved on the back end quite a bit as well, and that's Bliss Fest. It's described as Rhode Island's Indie Music Festival. It's coming up this Saturday right there in Newport at Iris, which is the uh, yachting school, for lack of a better term, right on Thames Street. You can't miss it. Um, And this event features an array of different Rhode Island-based performers who will be uh, taking the stage in what will be a really special night, no question about it. Perfect time of year. Um, There's a lot going on in the city that weekend, this upcoming weekend, of course, with Newport Folk in town. And be sure to follow along, of course, right here on the podcast and on all the social platforms. We've got a lot of coverage coming up of Newport Folk interviews, behind-the-scenes stuff, original content coming your way all throughout this weekend with Newport Folk. So make sure, again, follow along wherever wherever it is that you like to follow. But today I welcome in some of the co-producers, some of my close friends, Dave Flamond, Owen Buckley, two co-producers of Bliss Fest. They're joining us from Newport, from Analog Studios, uh, one of the headquarters of Rhode Island Independent Music. Gentlemen, good evening. We're recording this on a Monday night. Thanks for making the time. Yeah, good evening, Bill. Thanks for having us on. It's uh, it's, uh, really exciting to be here. Thanks, Bill. Yeah, happy to be here. Looking forward to chatting about Rhode Island music with you. Yeah, so Bliss Fest is a concept that emerged. It really was a a backyard festival. I mean, that's really the simplest way to describe it. Um, Dave, your place, Analog Studios, there's a backyard stage set up. And over the last couple of years, there's just been sort of a low-key, you know, similar concept to what's happening this year. A bunch of different Rhode Island artists performing. But there was a greater demand last year at this event. There was more demand than capacity or the situation could allow. So I guess formulating a conversation on bliss fest you have to start at the origin of it which came from your backyard talk about that and and sort of the early years of bliss fest before we get into this year which really is the first fully public iteration yes um you're right it it did start in the backyard here at analog studios which is my house um basically 2020 or 2020 i should say you know um during the pandemic um the the Newport Folk Festival um, postponed its its festival for the year, and uh, thus we um, we we decided to sort of have a backyard festival. Um, and and uh, we I live on Bliss Road in Newport, so that's sort of where <laughs> the name came from. And we decided that because there was no festival in town at Fort Adams, that we would do our homegrown sort of version of it in the backyard. Um, but it also included our, our, our downstairs stage and our living room stage too. So it was kind of an, you know, an inclusive event with all the different stages, um, that we have here, but it, that's sort of the beginning of it was, uh, the void from COVID, you know? Yeah. Well, that's exactly what it was. It was sort of like, there had been many, an unofficial Newport folk, after party so to speak it's something that i've been a part of really every year since probably 2013 if i if i can think about it um and those events have a character of their own there's there's a 
um, there's a real flavor to the weekend. You really feel it in the air. I always describe it for sports fans. If you're if you think of majors like in golf, you've got like the U.S. Open, the British Open, the Masters, and the PGA Championship. There's four four majors. The Newport Folk Festival is a major, and it's kind of like the Masters in that it's just really special. It's a little smaller, and the entire well, not the entire, but a great deal of the music industry comes to Newport, Rhode Island for like one week. And later this week, we're going to talk more about the financial implications of that, the creative implications of that. There's a lot of things that are really important. But one thing is that the local music community is energized. And that is oftentimes reflected in these after parties. So Bliss Fest isn't in and of itself an after party to Folk Fest. I think it's really just so happens to be taking place on the same weekend. At the same time, you're sort of capturing this energy that's already going on on the island and really on a statewide basis. Owen, when you think about Bliss Fest from your standpoint and capturing that energy, talk about why this moment, you know, this particular weekend, at least for this iteration, at least for this year, it's important to sort of capture that that local flavor and bridge it with what's going on on an international basis in Newport. Uh, really just trying to capture the spirit and the kind of the magic of the event, uh, really obviously highlighting the artists themselves, but also the performances, you know, that kind of magic in the moments uh, experience that comes between, you know, stage and floor. Uh, and then uh, making that, accessible to anybody you know there's lots of recording studios around but there's few if any that can provide you like a full live production capability um, kind of you know even help you create your own storytellers experience cater to the songs and sounds you know we love all types of music we love all types of artists and you know that's definitely one thing that we hope bliss fest kind of helps to demonstrate and really just want to let people know that you know if they've got music we've got gear and let's put something great together let's talk about some of the artists that are performing this year let's start with this um bill bartholomew actually let's let's ignore that clown because he's (laughs) he's kind of a joke anyway i mean guy wears pink overalls well he's a funny guy um Yeah, exactly. So um, I will be performing with my band. We're really looking forward to that as well. Um, Jesse the Tree is a guy who is, uh, you know, we've all known for years and has really blossomed this year. There's the sort of theme that's happening at this year's Folk Festival and in music in Rhode Island in general this year, which is that uh, a lot of artists are starting to blossom. And that includes Dan Blakesley, who's playing the main stage at Folk Festival. He's played Bliss Fest in the past. Um, and Jesse the Tree is a guy who has been, as long as I've known him, he's been mesmerizing in terms of his performance abilities. This year, he's, you know, he's signed to uh, Strange Famous Records, which is arguably one of the most, if not the most important independent hip-hop label in the country. And he's playing Bliss Fest this year. So Jesse the Tree, where did that idea come from, from a curation standpoint? Well, um, it's sort of, uh, it sort of happened where we were sitting around in our, in our circle and, um, I think, you know, to give you credit, Bill, you may have had this idea. <laughs> we go. Yeah. I was like, I got a list of artists here. I picked the one guy booked here to like, <laughs> you know, but just to be honest, we can't, we can't, I can't say uh, in right. front of you that um, it was my idea. And um, 
Um, but we had, you know, to back up back to our roots, we had Jesse the Tree back in 2020. Um, and uh, that was an amazing show. Um, it was probably one of the uh, top spirited shows of the festival, you know, um, very yeah. captivating performance. Um, and uh, so I think subconsciously you were sort of missing that when we had our, you know, our circle there. And so we need we need we need another aspect that we're, you know, missing here. And we and you thought of his his act, his, uh, you know, his is what he does and it was it was a great idea and it, it really does round out the um the lineup quite nicely and uh, uh i'm glad he's coming this year allison calorie is also on the lineup this year she's an amazing folk singer she describes her music as ghost folk she's kind of a rhode island institution she's also signed to a, a european label tours europe she's one of those artists that is much bigger in places other than where i would say you know her. She, she's certainly well known here, but she's not going to uh, pack out a you know five hundred thousand person venue. If there's no such thing as that, but even a five thousand person venue, and uh, so showcasing her at Bliss was is a really smart move. Talk about that. Well, you know, we wanted to um, basically have every sort of type of music that indie music can sort of is the umbrella you know above or under whatever you want to say um and allison her um ghost folk genre is actually the title of her of her album um that she put out a couple of years ago and um we figured it was it was a great way to sort of bring in that that folk aspect to the indie um label that we're giving um our festival and uh she does a great job with with that and um we're really excited just to have her perform you know yeah, she's amazing. There's a lot of great artists, of course. BlissFestRI.com. Dave, your band Analog's playing. Uh, we play in a band together called Fave. Uh, I drum in that That's band. Right, Analog yeah. is a different different type of act. It's more of a um, you know sort of a modern rock band. Is the, really the right way to frame it because it's you know when you start getting cute with the genres, it's kind of <laughs> like well no, these are just great songs. You know, so you could call it anything you'd like. Like I've been people have been asking me what kind of music I play, and I tell them I play experimental alt pop. You know, and it's like well what's that? I mean, it sounds cool to like a certain segment of people, and it's definitely better than saying you're indie folk or something like that because that sucks. But you know, Analog's a rock and roll band. Talk about your excitement for curating this event and also performing. Really, one of the headlining acts. Well, we're really excited um, to be performing. Obviously, uh, it's it's a big show for us. Um, we uh, we have an album that we um, we were trying to have queued up for this show, um, but stay tuned. It will be released soon. Um, but yeah, we're we're gonna go ahead and um, and give it give it our show. You know, we I really appreciate that you called us a rock band <laughs> um, because when I explain that to people. Um, or not explain, I just sort of just describe us as a rock band. Um, it almost sounds foreign. It's been not used for so long. You know, I'm in a rock band. Um, if you want to say rock and roll, you could say that, but I think it's it's more dis distinguished as a rock band than rock and roll. It's uh, it's just rock music, you know? Um, yeah, I feel like I feel like that rock and roll term, it's like, number one, you think of like, you know, sex, drugs, rock and roll, man. Like, let's go to let's go to Hot Topic and buy like a Led Zeppelin T-shirt, even though we've never listened to them before at this point. Or you hear rock and roll, you think like Boogie Woogie or something like that, harking back to like Little Richard or even earlier than yeah. that for sure. 
but like rock, it's sort of just uh, you know, you you guys are a rock band, and it's really it's an amazing band. Analog's a great band that will certainly when your record comes out. I've heard the record. I have look at the access I've got. You know what I mean? I I have heard the analog record, and it is awesome. I would uh, <clears throat> I would say it's somewhere in between Arctic Monkeys, uh, uh, Tranquility Base, uh, Hotel and Casino, and Queens of the Stone Age. Wow, I would agree. Yeah, it's pretty uh, spot on. And, uh, that's a, and I think that's, that's, that's an exciting description. Really, uh, you know, and, you know, it's great that you helped us curate the set list, right? Because there's only so many acts and, you know, musical preferences we have and, you know, people like different things. So I think it's really important that we curate from a variety of like musical tastes and, you know, maybe even expand indie. I think indie isn't necessarily a genre more as it is a like way of life or just a perspective, not necessarily a genre. And so if there's anything consistent about a lot of what's going into bliss fest is that it's DIY. And I think that's really where the indie spirit is most present. Hell yeah, man. Couldn't agree with that anymore. Um, Bliss Fest is an event that begins at 5 o'clock. It goes until, I don't know, 11, 11, 15, something like that. And there's a lot of reasons why you should go. One, though, is that if you don't have a ticket to the Newport Folk Festival, whether you couldn't get one or you said, yeah, it's not my scene and you're looking for something to do, well, you know, Bliss Fest is there. But don't think of it in terms of an alternative to Folk Festival. Don't think of it in terms of a parallel event. They have nothing to do with each other at a certain level as well. This is a celebration of Rhode Island's music community, which is something that is just so incredible. And I'm, I moved back here to be a part of, I mean, I, I didn't move here to do a podcast. That was secondary. I moved back here to be a part of that. And I think some of the listeners know that and others don't, that this music community is incredible and is underappreciated. And so for the random person out there, you know, the Maddie Matunics or the, uh, you know, Nancy Narragansett's that want to, you know, take it, have an opportunity to kind of just say, Hey, I've, you know, you you go out and see live music. You got some guy playing, you know, Margaritaville or a Jackson Brown cover while everybody talks over it. If that's your impression of local music, boy, come to Bliss Fest and get a flavor of what's happening in your backyard. Yeah, I mean, if the, you know, if we need to qualify the independent anymore, it's original, right? So, you know, that's 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 what this is about: is original songs, original acts, and. You know, things that you can only see when these artists perform. No question about it. Um, I want to talk about some of the, the practical stuff and some of the logistics as well. That's all really important. Uh, we're speaking with Owen Buckley, Dave Flamon. They're uh, co-producers of Bliss Fest. They're with Analog Studios here on Bartholomew Town. Really quickly, I want to let you know that this episode is brought to you by Navigant Credit Union. As Rhode Island's first ever member-owned credit union, Navigant Credit Union has been a staple in the local business community for more than 108 years. Talk about local right there, 108 years. Today, Navigant is worth $3.4 billion. That's right. They're an institution that serves more than 136,000 members across 25 physical branch locations. But since their founding back in 1915, the missions never changed. Navigant Credit Union's team of financial professionals have remained committed to improving the financial well-being of the families, businesses, communities, and I'll dare say the musicians and music fans they serve across Rhode Island. Go ahead and learn more by visiting navigantcu.org. BlissFest coming up in uh, just a matter of days here. BlissFestRI.com is where you can find all the information 
ticketing options. There's different levels of ticketing. So in addition to music, there's going to be food. There's going to be drink. Let's hear about that. Yeah, as you mentioned, uh, there's two different types of tickets. Um, real simple is general admission, which gets you into the main floor um, and the outside lounge. And uh, VIP tickets gets you access to the mezzanine level and band room. Um, so that gives you um, an upper viewing point to, to see to see the acts play, and it also gives you an opportunity to mingle with the um, with the with the uh, the artists um, as they uh, as they wait to perform and after they perform. Um, and as far as the uh, you know uh, the catering and and those fun things, it's the outside lounge is going to have Boru Noodles um, setting up their um, point of sale catering, um, and we'll also have um, a bar set up with mixed drinks and beer and wine um so so you can come in and and then and basically drink and eat um the whole time you're at bliss and and really be comfortable so yeah and the one really nice aspect of the vip experience especially from the vip room in the mezzanine if uh we didn't mention it before but iris is right on the water so you get really nice harbor views especially from the mezzanine section because bliss ha- uh, iris has uh, really high ceilings and really nice big open windows so the view especially at sunset is going to be amazing and you know not something you can get anywhere else yeah that's definitely true so there's a vast array of performers you can get tickets in advance you can pay at the door when you get there there's food um, this sounds a little infomercially and I, I recognize that at the same time I'm speaking, I mean, I'm speaking from the heart because it's, it's, uh, it's a great event. You know, I mean, it sounds like, isn't this mop wonderful? Isn't this such a great mop, Johnny? You know, yes, it is actually. And you can call right now, 1-800-567-MOPS <laughs> and you can get, you know, but like this, it's, it's a real deal event. And I think in, independently of the retail aspect of this, um, is just the fact that it's happening. And I think what really is a great thing for, listeners to think about is that if you've wanted to kind of explore Rhode Island's independent music community again, which is really diverse and and robust and dynamic, this is a great chance to do that. And you can kind of do it all in one stop. You can kind of get a flavor of different genres, different people. It's going to be really good vibes. There's going to be a beautiful setting. And, um, you know, it's, it's all bliss fest it's all here maybe that's the new slogan it's all <laughs> happening here yeah all bliss all the time <laughs> all bliss all the time that's right there's going to be merchandise available you can you can actually check out the website and, and and have a look at that as well if it's something you're interested in so um last couple of minutes here i just want to kind of almost hand the floor over to each of you guys and you know why do you do it you know uh, this stuff is a lot of work and a lot of people uh, probably know that some people may not know that but it's a lot of work. Um, you, you don't do something like this. Isn't the fire festival? Uh, thank God, but th- it's nothing of that sort. <laughs> You're not going to get nobody's getting rich off of this. Um, that's both the blessing and the curse of the independent artist. Is that you know sometimes you you know you get lucky or something swings your way, but for the most part. Um, you're not necessarily motivated by profit. You're motivated by survival. That's been my mode in a lot of ways when it comes to music, and even though there's been major ups. Um, and some downs as well. Why do you do this? Well, you know, it's it's sort of like what you said. Um, the the Rhode Island scene kind of 
well, the local scene is sort of charged during this weekend, you know, and it gives it gives a real true platform for um, that local scene to come to really feel like a local scene. Um, as we know, uh, the Newport Folk Festival struggles with getting Rhode Island acts um, there. You know, I know they they have Dan Blakesley this year and others, and um, and I applaud them for that. Um, but it really is a festival that happens in Newport. It's not a, a Newport festival um, or even a Rhode Island festival at that. So that's the uh, that's the drive. That's the spirit to it is that I feel at the Newport Folk Festival, you, you don't feel that local pulse, that local um, networking device enabled for for local musicians there. It's more of a it's more of a party for anybody that, that kind of comes. Um, and Bliss Fest is, is directed at just Rhode Island bands and, and, uh, and facilitating that sort of network, um, that place to network. Well said. Owen, your thoughts? Yeah, yeah I, <clears throat> I mean, a lot of what I really love about analog studios in general and so <clears throat> bliss fest being just an extension of that kind of comes from when i first started to learn to play music i really didn't know anything so i was always enamored especially like this was back in the 90s as i date myself but seeing those like dave matthews unplugged and just him and tim reynolds ripping it up on guitar and then growing older watching concert videos and no one ever gets a close-up on the guy playing a solo and i'm like you know what bands need better people behind the board behind the camera to make them look good when they're kicking ass on stage and so that's that's why i do it yeah so the event is i should note as well that it's recorded and oftentimes oh and live streams and you guys have really great setup where you have like a multi-cam live stream going and i think it's it's really cool as well some of the other events you do throughout the year a New Year's Eve event that's kind of become a staple. September Fest is coming up. That's that's another awesome thing that we kind of all do that, that Dave created. We got to Block Island and uh, perform out there at the end of September. There's also an iteration in Newport. So it's kind of this multi-day, um, smaller scale type of operation. But Bliss Fest, it's kind of the uh, marquee event of the, of the season for the work that, that you guys do. And I would say our community... Uh, in many ways as a whole in tandem with some other events like the Rhode Island Folk Festival that uh, just sort of are mile markers on the calendar. But a major, major accomplishment just to become uh, something like that, even in, in, in just a short amount of time, just a couple of years. I mean, that's that's pretty impressive. Well, thank you. I mean, it was um, I have to thank uh, Iris, the school that that we're having the uh, event at because they they uh, they they took me on um, and I, I work for them now. And it was it was getting the job there and realizing what the place offers for event rentals and sort of scratching my head and saying, hey, we could do our, our thing here. Um, and uh, and we have a lot more space. We can accommodate more. And we, we weren't worried about, um, you know, do we have enough room for everybody that's interested in coming? Um, and uh and you know we have more space. I wanted to add that we're we're having um, Rhode Island artists as our vendors. Um, so it's also in a, in a sense an art musical fest music festival. So it's art and music. Um, that's always that's kind of the that's where we want to be. 
you know, supporting all local art and music um, and businesses. So, yeah. Yeah. That's, I agree completely. BlissFestRI.com is the place to find it. Uh, the event begins, you can get there around 5 o'clock. There's bands, solo artists, um, genres ranging from rock to folk to indie to experimental alt-pop, whatever that is. Uh, they got a jam band closing the night out, Jabawaki, some guys from South County. Uh, probably be a lot of... Um, just a lot of good times, a good chance to make some memories. Dave Flamond, Owen Buckley from Analog Studios, Bliss Fest. We'll see you there this weekend down in Newport. Don't worry about parking. And if you're stressed about the parking or you're thinking about, oh, God, the bridge or something like that, I mean, this is obviously for people who don't live in Newport, but uh, it's not that big a deal. You'll figure it out. It's There's a lot of options for parking. There's a lot of options that are both free and paid. And it's d- don't let some random person that you work with that one time went to Newport and went to one of the tourist trap restaurants and had got a parking ticket or got stuck in traffic or something, try to color your vision of what Newport is. It's a great city. Um, it's struggling. Uh, we have been, I, I say we, I don't even live there anymore. Uh, I still feel like I'm a part of that community though, but we, we struggle with Airbnb, with housing, um, with um, you know a lot of on the ground problems. It's It's a real challenge. But that makes it that much more interesting that the creative sector has survived this latest movement. It's one thing to flourish during a down period, which is what happened in terms of real estate and things like that. It's another thing to have an identity and to thrive once the 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 artist class is pushed aside for the gentrification process, which is now several years uh, underway. And uh, just another tribute and credit to the work you guys do. Hey, thanks. And, you know, I just want to add that, yeah, parking can be annoying in Newport, but it's it's only annoying until you find that spot. And then you're on your way <laughs> right. to the show, you know? <laughs> exactly. It could be annoying at Shaw's if, you know, Shaw's Star Market or wherever it is you go grocery shopping, Trader Joe's. You, know, you might have rocks yeah. in your cookies, apparently, if you go to Trader you know, Joe's. But, yeah. Intentions run high, but, you know, try to be kind out there and just take your time, find that spot, and uh, we'll see you at Bliss when you get there, you know? Yeah. That's what the name says it all. Bliss coming up this weekend, and we will see you there. I'm playing around 8:45, and Analog plays right after me. So uh, even if you're running late, you want to grab some dinner on your own beforehand. Stop by. There's lots going on, and we'll see you there this weekend in Newport, gentlemen. Thanks so much for your time. Thank you, Bill. Thanks for having us on, Bill.